Would you rather be four feet five inches tall or seven feet seven inches tall? Hello again. Hello. Welcome to our show. So, would you rather be a shorty short or a tally tall? Well, for for Jordan, there's really only would you rather stay the same or would you rather be seven feet, seven inches tall? Do you want to still be taller than your wife or be the same as your wife? Do you want to be the same height as your wife or do you want to be taller than her? She is 4'11". Oh, okay. Do you want to be shorter than her or taller than her by, by... Four and a half feet. Am, do you am want to I, be twice her height? Am I height. am I properly proportioned or am I disproportionate? No, you're like Shaq proportions. No, no, as a as a as a small person. As a little person? Yes. You're, it's, it's it's you look normal. Yeah, you, you look like, normal. You're just you're a you know four feet tall. Yeah, you're four feet five or seven foot seven. Yeah. Okay. It's exactly like now oh where gosh, you're proportioned. But if you're seven feet set, like how how tall is a door? Six like, foot eight. 80 inches. Eight? It's 80 inches tall. Woof. You would have to duck through <laughs> every door. <laughs> By 10 inches. Just, You'd uh, have to do it. That's a big duck. That's not like a little, like, just like squinting your head down a little bit. That is a. But even Shaq is eight, eight inches above a door. I mean, he's seven foot two. You're still. That's still a. That's and still he a whole has forehead. to do a duck under every door. I think I would hate that. You know, I think I would just be seven feet seven yeah, inches I'd tall. Yeah, I'd definitely be taller than shorter. Oh, I, gosh. I, I am so sick of every meeting I've ever gone to having to look up at everybody else in the meeting. Yep. Every head of uh, like the meeting is always the uh, tall guy. I am. Yeah, there's really not that many benefits to being short. I am there? going to oh. go get surgery just to be two more inches taller. Just have pins put in my leg to stretch me out. Oh. Yeah. The uh, only benefit to being short is you're not going to hit your head on things. Yeah. And, and you could and, like fit into places. No, but, but then you hit your head but on But you like can't even get onto tables. chairs. Like yeah. if you if you walk up to a bar stool, you're like this is too tall. This is a ladder. The world is seven designed for now. The entire world That's is like designed for there. people that are 5 it's feet. It's like the eight. rafters. Yeah. Wow. A ceiling. Yeah, I, guess, I guess 7 foot 7 is probably the right answer. The ceiling of your house is 8 feet tall. If yeah. it, if you said like 9 feet but yeah, what's the breaking point that you would ch- choose four foot four? If you said like, what is it? Is it like wh- what about eight feet tall? So your your head is scraping the. If a, a, if you're eight foot one I, inch, I so you would not have to be, duck throughout your whole house. I would not be eight feet tall, and I'll tell you why. Is because you expire from this planet when you're like forty. Because the only what, reason what you that get that tall, what if didn't apply to you? You were just that. You're just that tall, but n- no, your pituitary gland. You're not just that tall for no reason. You either have six fingers and six toes, or your pituitary gland just was pinched when you six. were being born, and now you have like you know, uh, uh, like kitchen knives for fingers. Like you, your your hand is the size of like two consecutive dinner plates. Like so, another. Another five inches, and you would be a short person. Yeah, forget it. I, I'm not going to be. I'm seven not foot be seven is fine, but uh, eight feet. No, yeah. nope. No, nothing over seven foot. Because even even seven somebody like seven Shaq is over seven feet. Always has problems with all feet. of his joints. Everything. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I would not be. Mark, I would be four feet tall instead of eight feet tall. The world's not made for an eight foot person. Because uh, honestly, I would say it's not made for a seven foot seven person. It accepts them, but uh, it's not made for them. I, is there? Well, who's the tallest person in the world? Who was the tallest person in the world? I think he was like eight foot 
six or something. He was a big guy. Who was? But that? it's all been the the pituitary gland people. I mean, every time. Woof. Yeah, and and they, he had like size twenty six feet. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah, they're like eight foot two, eight foot eleven. Yeah, uh, eight foot eleven. Yeah, the tallest man on record ever. Um, last measured June of nineteen forty was eight foot eleven. Mm-hmm. Man, and it, it it just but you can't move. You can't walk. Like, you, your body doesn't work in those proportions. And that's why, that's why, have you ever seen like uh, the kaiju movies with the giant monsters and stuff like Godzilla mm-hmm. and King Kong? The reason those can't exist is because of the rule of thirds. What's, okay, in, in biology, what's the rule of thirds? So when you have the, the larger, the taller something gets, it has to triple in volume. To be able to like hold itself up. Well, to be like to get taller, it's gonna be get that much thicker. So the leg bone would have to be like you know, exponentially larger around as you get taller and taller and taller. And bone can't hold up that much meat slash bone slash you at that point. That your bones would have to be made out of carbon nanotubes. Just to support their own internal weight. Maybe that's what you should do. You should just replace all your bones with carbon nanotubes. I honestly think that way you could be like the Wolverine. If we did make a species, if we did genetically engineer a species to have bones that were actually that dense, like you look at you look at the sauropods, you know, giant Car- dinosaurs, just carbon fiber bones. Yeah. That, well, they had they had femurs that were like four feet wide just to support them and they weren't even standing upright all they had they were distributed on four legs yeah and their thigh bone thigh bone was still easily i mean three feet across it's Mm. it's ridiculous the amount of pressure that it takes so to have something like a a a giant human like you see the eight foot tall guy your body wasn't even made to be that big ever interesting yep very interesting. Well, there you go. So, nope. Pass on being eight feet tall. I will get a stool to go work at a desk, and I'll, I'll wear. I'll use a booster seat at every restaurant I go to before I, I, you know, just just so kick, all, kick the bucket when so I'm forty three. All, all of the all of the people we talked about in uh-huh. our past episode. Uh huh. All the giants. Yep. Oh, those those people were all real. They were. I know they were all real. Yeah. But they just had really big legs. They weren't pituitary gland issues. No, I'm not sure. Not sure. I'm not sure what blend of uh, you know uh, chemical. You know, I, I, I'm fascinated by because if you if you have the heroes of you know like Hercules and everything, and they're drawing them giant on a pot because they saw somebody giant and then they drew it. I mean. If that happened historically, it's what is the breaking point and what was the relative size of your average human? Because if your average human measured things by using his forearm, yeah. but if the average human is four foot five and he measures something with his um, uh, you know, elbow to, to fingertip, yeah. 
then that's going to be, if he has little person proportions, then if he measures something that's as big as Shaq, then, it, you know, it's relative at that yeah, point because his yardstick. It's be 10 stick, of them instead of five of them. There you but go. If, we, if he's like, it was 10 cubits, and then we do a cubit, it's going to be like, yeah. instead of 10 feet, it's going to be like 20 feet. Like, ha, you know, have your have your four-year-old hold up his arm, and then we're like, okay, that's what we're going to measure with. Yeah. Then, so it, because it's a sliding scale, I'm I'm fascinated to see what the average size, because people were shorter when they were back that far. Wow. So They were shorter, really. Yeah, people were people were little back then. How do like you, how we've do you been, know that? we've been getting as the years have progressed. Have you seen dog breeds? Look up the purification of dog breeds uh, over time, and even just a hundred years ago, the same dog breed is completely unrecognizable. And now all of the hyper purified dog breeds have bad joints, bad vision, bad eyesight. So we've. As we've segmented ourselves into different geographical areas, and it's only recently that now people are traveling all over the world and intermingling, but you would have really big, 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 tall people of just like a single genetic line that's now been, uh, you know, purified to the point where, um, like, have you ever heard of the Habsburg chin, Jordan? Have no. you ever heard of the Habsburg chin? I've never heard of that. So if you look up a Habsburg chin on the internet, it's what happens to a British family tree when they had way too much inbreeding. Oh. And like marrying your cousin and stuff to Isn't keep the one? royal line purified. Don't you like turn orange and stuff too? The Habsburg chin, they had like a terrifying overbite that like their chin shot out 12 feet in front of their face. Interesting. Yeah. And that's all just, and that's what dog breeds do, right? Is we've taken this one trait that now we want to feature. And then you could look at that same dog breed 50, let alone a hundred years ago. You take 1920 and 2020 for a, a, like a terrier or a, a, a boxer, like all these dog breeds uh, that yeah, have been around in, in England. Back in the day when we didn't really care about pure bred stuff in dogs well now we're just so good at it yeah like when we started with corn corn was the size of your thumb and now it's you know the size of your head like when the indians showed us how to grow corn they showed us how to grow corn that was teeny tiny i don't believe that okay look at the pigs we started with look at a warthog look at a boar right yeah. a boar is you know two feet long right and now look at a pig in a farm it's it's a four hundred pound pig. Like, look up wild boar and look up domestic pig. They're enormous. The scale that we've we've purified the genetics for. All for good bacon. Yeah. I, I mean, wild boars are like four feet tall. Well, look at look at look at the little wild hares that run around school campuses and all over the fields in Chino. You have these little wild rabbits, and then you have all these hyper-purified, like, then you get a, a Flemish giant that grows to be, you know, 36 inches long and have 16 pounds of meat on it. Like, you'd never, you would, they're grown in labs, for goodness sakes. So, I'm just saying, I, 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 I'm, I would be fascinated to see just what, kind of tall people you could get just through breeding, you know? And just hyper-purified genetic lines. I'm 
I'm curious to see it. So you know what I want to talk about today? Tell me. I want to talk about the universal monomyth. Oh That's my gosh. That's what I want to talk about. This is like, okay. So we have all of these, um, you know, stories that we've taken out. Like if you, if you look at, um, my gosh, Star Wars or Harry Potter or um, e- e- even ancient mythology, they, they all tend to follow a similar template where um, you have a, a hero starting off in his normal mundane world. You have somebody there. There's steps to this whole thing. There's like there's like a wheel where yeah. um, I, I think his name was was Joseph Campbell wrote a book about the the hero's journey and the universal yeah, monument. Yeah, the the twelve steps to the hero's journey. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the fascinating thing is is because we have this template for heroes and how somebody starts off as being normal. Um, <laughs> do you, do you have the twelve steps, Josiah? What? Do you have the twelve steps of the the hero's journey? I don't have them in front of me, but I ha- I do I did memorize them a while back. Okay, can you just just read them off so that we could all all just hear them. You mean recite as a them from memory? Yes. Um, there's a ordinary world. Uh huh. That's so that's where he starts. <clears throat> it's just like Harry Potter at the beginning of the book is in normal, boring, ordinary world. Uh, sorry, can I use Harry Potter as an example? Just sure. because it's I don't like Harry Potter. I haven't seen the um, the movies or read the books, but I understand that it follows this format well, perfectly. Yeah, I I saw a TikTok of a girl comparing the Harry Potter is the same as Star Wars, but like, that's because they follow stolen. this template exactly. So go so ahead. So then there's the call to adventure. Okay, so that would be when the house elf shows up in like the third movie. Uh, that I thought Dobby shows up in the first movie. Oh my gosh, no. Okay. Was that the owl? I don't remember. Okay, so that's the, maybe do Star Wars something you actually know. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have Luke who's on a farm and he's normal and it's boring and he's yeah. like, but I want to go to Toshi Station. And then Obi Wan is like, it shows up, call to adventure. Yeah, he, he's like, hey, you should literally join the rebellion. And look, I have this magical and then, laser. And then sword. what does what does Luke do? He says, step three, refusal of the call. He's like, no, but I can't no, do it. Farming. I just, it's too, it's too weird and bleh and get out of here, crazy old coot. And then meeting the mentor. So this one. Oh, sorry. So the call to, you know what? The call to adventure, the call to adventure is help me, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. Oh. Yes. That's, that's the call to adventure. Oh, and he says no. And then R2-D2 kind of forces his hand and then he meets his mentor. Yeah. And then he runs off and he's like, doggone it. I got to go find him. So it was he was forced into meeting the mentor and crossing the threshold yeah. was leaving Tatooine to go with Han. Tatooine? Yeah, you, you the leave, desert planet. You leave your aunt and uncle's house, just like Harry yeah. Potter did, in the car. Wait. What are you, you questioning? Leave Tatooine with Han? When they met in the bar, they meet Han. Is that Tatooine? Yes. That's Luke's home planet, is Tatooine? Yes. Oh. That's where mm. that's where the pod races were. That's where uh, I didn't realize that Anakin Luke's grew home up. planet 
was the same as Anakin's home planet. He literally dumped, he hid the kids in like the hut next door that Anakin grew up in. Hmm. Yeah. And we just did, we just did a, um, shoot, what's that show called? You don't even know. The The Mandalorian? Yeah, the Mandalorian. We just did a Mandalorian episode there. Which is on Tatooine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the same Katina that's now run by robots that were previously banned. You, You remember. Yeah. It's all there. Okay, so then the next step after crossing the threshold is tests, allies, and enemies. Okay, so that would be when they try and save the princess. That's their 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 they're tested. They meet they meet the rest of the crew. They they meet Han Solo, Leia, Chewbacca. They get the whole pack together, mm-hmm. and their their resolve is tested to get the princess out. But then they are let escape with the tracking device and everything. Approach. To the inmost cave. So the approach to the inmost cave, the that would be cave. like see, seeing Darth Vader and everything where... That's you, a little literal. Well, yeah, the cave on, on Dagobah is yeah. literally approaching your inmost... So you could see how people have borrowed from this throughout fiction where approaching the inmost cave is like, ooh, what's in the darkness? And even Ray does this, and God only knows how many, uh, you know, different examples we've had. But so for Luke on the Death Star, we see him kind of, you know, approaching the darkness and seeing, uh, you know, Darth Vader and the evil and everything. And then there's ordeal. What was the ordeal? Uh, the supreme ordeal must, or maybe a dangerous physical test or a deep inner crisis that the hero must face in order to survive. So that would be, I, I think this applies more to Empire Strikes Back where he's, uh, he, you know, going to get frozen in carbonite and goes to sa- leaves to save his friend. After he give, comes out of the cave, this is actually applying to a- Empire Strikes Back where you have, um, that's kind of the, the, you have the cave and then immediately after he leaves cave planet, he leaves Dagobah to go have his ordeal where he gets his arm chopped off, uh, you know, and sees fights the darkness and everything barely survives i i think that would be a great example of Mm. of that step and then there's reward okay so reward is you know getting getting medals and at the end and uh looking at leia yeah looking at leia that's nice But then the roadblock so that would be um uh, the sequel series that would be uh, the C- that would be Disney buying Star Wars Resurrection <laughs> yeah so that would be that would be so I I think that um you know having to um kind of that that inflection point would be the the roadblock of I can't I can't get as strong as I need to be to defeat Darth Vader so m- his roadblock was that training gap between him and his father or the roadblock no converting his father that's the roadblock because he never defeated Darth Vader so the roadblock was how do i convert Darth Vader and not destroy him like how do i not join the emperor okay so how do how do i not only not die myself but how do i save my father so then his greatest obstacle wasn't even his greatest enemy became the thing that he wanted to save the most 
not even the um, rebellion. Like if you watch, if you watch Luke, have you ever, have you guys ever seen Return of the Jedi? Yes. Yeah. If, as far as there, besides the Jabba the Hutt conflict, the final battle on Endor, if Luke wasn't there, everything would have played out the same. Hmm. So, um, because why he, is that? Because he fought Darth Vader. Like he goes there, he gets, he lets himself get cha- captured. He gets taken to the Emperor, and then Luke and Vader fight. Then Vader tosses the Emperor into the pit, and it goes bloop. And then the Emperor dies. Well, the Emperor's one of the Emperor's many clones. The one of the Emperor's many clones dies in a pit. But then somebody else who's not Luke destroys the uh, the Death Star, and then everybody who Luke does nothing on Endor and does nothing to actually destroy the Death Star itself. So if he wasn't part of any of that, nothing would have changed. Except the Emperor's clone would not have died. So the only yeah, it's the, but he would have when the 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 it blew up when the ship blew up. So That's true. the only thing Luke did in that whole movie at post the job of the hut battle was redeem Darth Vader. That's it. He was only there. So his big giant struggle from seeing Darth Vader as the enemy in the first movie, his giant roadblock was how do I save? And then the, 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 the resurrection is, ah, okay. So that's the, res- the final battle, the resurrection that's that's Anakin Skywalker showing up as a as a ghost in the end. That's that's the resurrection. I'm now redeem. He's well, no, I've now redeemed myself because this the, hero's the resurrection journey, is a is the this, final battle. This hero's journey is Anakin's journey. The story isn't about Luke, which would mean that this is is Anakin's giant arc, and that's why it spans multiple movies. This this master hero's journey is. The death and rebirth of Anakin Skywalker. Oh. Well, and then step twelve is return with the elixir, which is when you go home and you look uh, over return your, to the and you you bury your lightsabers. Yes. So you, but we could see the, so we see this kind of format, and that's why we have all of these movies that that feel the same, feel the same, yeah. because throughout history, going back to uh, the 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 Bhagavad Gita, I mean, and oh my gosh. What's the Bhagavad Gita. The Bhagavad Gita. What's the Bhagavad Gita? You've never heard of the Bhagavad Gita? <laughs> uh, explain to me, Josiah, what the Bhagavad Gita is. Okay, hang on. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> okay, Justin. What? what? Oh, uh, okay. Josiah doesn't actually know. I don't actually oh. know. I'm just... Yeah. Okay. He was so, just, it's apparently two words. I know that much. So you have all of these ancient English stories. You have all of the... E- e- even into the present day. And they follow that format. And that's where we got the concept of the universal monomyth. Okay? And if we apply that to stories going forward, the, there is a genuine arc to... The um, I, I would say classical storytelling, right? Is um now instead of focusing on this 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 format, this tried and true format that's been um, I would say tempered in steel since time immemorial, we now have this whole crew of creators that exist today that's now more focused on trying to subvert expectations than. 
like they're they're genuinely trying to turn the circle back the other direction and we're getting all of these odd outcomes that don't feel natural organic or part of this um I, w- I would say that this format is almost pre-programmed into our DNA so that we know this is the arc that the story is going to take logically. It, mm. We have a biological predisposition towards this universal monomyth. And now we ha- now with the uh, 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 expectation usurpers, <laughs> with uh, now Ray is a Palpatine, so now the overall hero's journey of Anakin now doesn't really make sense. Yeah, and because I, the ultimate hero is a Palpatine, and the enemy is a Palpatine, so the savior and the enemy, and the enemy is just a clone. And do you see how far bent over backwards you have to get just to not follow this format? Yeah, and that's why people who liked Aurora from Disney are mad about Maleficent because you've undone the hero, the previous hero's journey, just to do something different. Different and. We want to be original. So now, because the um, uh, the the uh, expectation usurpers uh, took over the greatest franchise of all time and drove it into the dirt, sorry, we, and we drove it into the dirt by not going to see it because it was awful, what happened was they have now announced, have you guys, have you guys heard any of the Star Wars announcements? They have no. now announced the next series of Star Wars movies Outside of the um, Skywalker, s- the Skywalker saga. Yeah, yeah. What is okay. it? The, the highest repubs or something? The High Republic period takes place during a time of of great peace, and you you hear you hear uh, Obi Wan tell Luke that the Jedi kept peace throughout the galaxy for hundreds of generations. So what they're going to do is instead of going back, you know, a thousand years or you know, to, to see what it looked like before any of this was put together, they're going to go back a mere 200 years into the High Republic and explore what the Republic before the Empire took over at its peak looked like. So basically peak, do you know how long the Roman Empire was around? No. Okay. The Roman Empire was around for about 250 years. And that's the general. Well, here this well, the, Roman, the the general story arc. The Roman of, Empire is kind of still around. Uh, it but just, it, but it's kind of not. It, it, but it, it's but not it's, official. But it's, it's not. Just never died. But eh, it's it's really not. But it's not. It's according not, to this, it was from 1770 to 390 A.D. So you, but you have the. Well, is that including the Eastern Roman Empire? I don't know. Okay, so there is a period of time where you have the Roman Republic and then you have the Roman Empire, okay? And the actual Empire of Rome, before it was split in half to Western the Ro- Western Roman Empire and the Eastern Roman Empire, it, because the capital of Rome was moved to Constantinople where the Eastern Roman Empire by far outlived the Western Roman Empire that oh, was overthrown it's, by uh, 27 BC to 476 AD. Okay. So, and there you go. Is the Western Roman Empire capitaled in Rome? And Wait. Their capitals in Rome? Their capital was Rome. Hmm. Okay. So you could see how the Eastern Roman Empire having a, a capital in Constantinople, mm-hmm. which. Huge issue. Yeah. So the Western Roman Empire th- then became. You took. A, a rib out of the Roman Empire and turned it into the spine of Western Europe where all of the 
uh, Gallic tribes. Have you ever seen Gladiator? No. You've never seen Gladiator? No. Oh, okay. Wait. The one with Russell Crowe? Yeah. Never seen it. Okay. (laughs) One of the greatest movies of all time. It's historical fiction, but it's, you know, based on... Isn't that the one where you're like, he's a gladiator? He's a gladiator. He has a sword? Yeah, he has a sword. (laughs) And he like cuts off heads and stuff? Okay, so the first 10 (laughs) minutes of the movie are them fighting a bunch of barbarians. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so those barbarians, as they kept fighting against the Roman army... They, I'm just kidding. I've seen it. Okay, you have seen it. Yeah, I okay. have not. Those same, those same dirty, unwashed people in like three generations were kings of Europe. It did not the take... The barbarians. The barbarians yeah. were, were future French, English, Danish people. As soon as they conquered the Romans, they set up shop, built themselves a castle, called themselves king, and towards the end of their battles with Rome, they had collected so much Roman armor from killing Roman soldiers that when they clashed towards the end, it was impossible to tell uh, which side was Roman soldiers and which side was the barbarians because they were all wearing, you know, either furs or Roman armor. It, it, they were they were indistinguishable from one another. Mm-hmm. So now that you have this... Um, high Republic? This High Republic area. <laughs> that's that's set 200 years before so you it's, could figure wait, the, it's, because it's the general wars. rise and fall of an empire the star the star wars new series is set 200 years before luke yes or before anakin was born yes okay basically before the previous story it's d- the prequel prequels yeah got it uh, but you have to understand that there are people that were alive during the High Republic that are alive in the traditional series. Yoda. Like episode one. Like there are characters. Who do we know that was alive in the in the original? Who was alive in... in Yoda. Anakin's thank you. mom. Yoda. Anakin's mom. <laughs> Yoda's been alive the whole time. So Yoda, if he died when he was 900, he's an old man. He's 700 years old 200 years ago. Yeah. Wait. Check in your math. <laughs> So, it's not even that long ago, and it's in the same general so area. So he's still old, and it's on even in the higher public. He's going to be old. He's it's yeah. He's he's already an old guy. They're they're still going to drag Frank Oz off of his deathbed to go voice Yoda. Urgh, old already am I? So he's not even. It's it's not like he's of fighting strength. It's not like he's thirty. And yeah, we, we should get he's should a go young farther spry. back so we could have like yeah two hundred year old Oda in his pr- Yoda Honestly, in his prime. Well, we we have a new baby Yoda already. I don't know why we're so near what we've already seen. So they said they wanted to base this new series. They they actually said they got all the smart people together. They got the guy who made uh, Clone Wars, who basically guides the story of the Mandalorian non movie. Yeah, the the guy who did Mandalorian. Yep. So they got him and a whole bunch of writers that do like comic books and stuff. They got a whole team together and they're like, okay, we're going to make this overarching story that's going to span like movies, TV shows, comic books. And I'm like, oh, where have I seen that before Marvel? And yeah, (laughs) because they watch their stuff die in a fire and they're like, what if we had a plan? And there, everybody else in the room, like you could hear the the fork drop and hit the plate. Like, no, a plan. Yes, like a the plan. Whole, the whole way. 
where we're not just going to have like one director do it one movie and then just let him do a different movie another and, and time. And then the other guy just throws mud at that movie. Yeah. No, no, no. So apparently they do actually learn. Huh. So our mm. dollars they, they, mean something. Yeah. So they've actually said. Now, what I would love from you guys is because we all grew up watching Star Wars. And this is a genuine experience that I want to have with you yeah. right now. Right uh-huh. now. Because... They said they in their announcement, they said that they wanted to base it off of certain things and knowing. So what do you think? What are things that you think make up just throw out themes or concepts, ideas, thoughts, whatever. What makes good fiction? Just lightsabers. Generally. No, just (laughs) just as a global concept. What makes good fiction? Romance. Laser beams. All right. Good. Okay. So thank you. Thank you for none of the cooperation. All right. Uh, that's I said a good one. Come on. So, so if we have things <laughs> like, you know, a, a, a general, like uh, the you've heard of the five-man crew. Obviously. Where you have the the, no. le- the leader, the, the lancer. So if we look up the... Yeah, Here. like your little raid crew in World of Warcraft. Exactly. Yeah, okay. you got your tank, you got your DPS. <laughs> Glad that's been clarified for me. And you have like a mage, you know, the 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 wise one, the counselor. Yeah, your you, paladin. Yeah, you know, the comic relief guy, the bard. Yeah. So there, there's a genuine. That's us. You know, kind this of. This is a comedy podcast. <laughs> Okay. Generally, there are things that we think of as good fiction. Like we have, Marvel has taught us what that that charismatic figureheads are great. That we yeah. can watch Tony Stark go to the store. You know, we just sat and watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as a family, and it doesn't matter what their backgrounds are. It matters that they're fascinating and that they have excellent interplay as a group, and that they have unique features and abilities that make them stand out from each other and it's you know So what are they planning on doing? So what happens is is they're they're looking to base it off of things like the knights of their own table. Okay. Okay. What's that? As <laughs> as a piece of fiction. Is so that knight- like from Kid and King Arthur's Court? Yes. So our Arthurian <laughs> myths. So what an old myth. <laughs> now if you think of the knights of the round table just conceptually in your mind. I, all I can picture is like Men in, or women in suits of armor, with what? big old swords, or sitting around a round table. Or women. Oh, what? Okay. <laughs> I, I I have a fun exercise. Physically describe. Okay. A from your knowledge uh-huh. of a knight in King Arthur's court. Okay. Describe them physically. So, there's there's a, a, a describe per, one of them a person. Okay. Male or female. An individual. Yeah. Inside of a suit of armor. Uh-huh. And you know, they have they have a suit of armor on. Uh-huh. And Name. sometimes they have they have a like a shiny thing on their face, so when they're jousting they can like blind the other person. Excellent. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not okay. All <laughs> so of the stupid. knights you you can't name any of them. No. The, what about Lancelot? Okay, you can name one of them. That's because he had a toy. Now, what <laughs> is the distinguishing feature between Lancelot uh-huh. and any of the other knights in King Arthur's court? The point He's is... He's blonde. 
He, he's not. They they're all the same. They're all the same. Yeah. So the only they're thing that soldiers. the only thing that distinguishes them is their feats. Like, like they, they all have different shoes on. They don't have magic powers. There is no knight in King Arthur's court. Like we know that Arthur no, pulled uh, the, the black sword. knight. He pulled the, the sword. The black knight had magic powers. <laughs> he pulled the sword out of the stone. He got the sword from the lady in the lake. We know that uh, Lancelot fell Wait, in love the with the one at Disneyland. Yes. Okay. So, but and then they they went on the search for the Holy Grail. So we know they that they did these feats. We under we recognize them before their deeds, their actions, the the epic scale of what they did. They did something. They went on a hero's journey. Yeah. And we're more familiar with that journey than we are with them as um distinct individuals from what if you put the 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 knights in a lineup right now against a a, a wall in a prison and you said name you could not name any of them but you could name their deeds well you could name so sir ulrich yes yeah, yeah, sir what for what's this from you don't know who sir ulrich is from sir ulrich why do i know that name it's from what's the movie first night it's Heath really? ledger Heath ledger is sir ulrich yeah Oh, a Knight's Tale? Yeah. Oh, a Knight's Tale. Knight's First Tale, Night. First Night, First Night is the one Sorry. with Sean Connery. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I messed up. Okay. Sorry. So, <laughs> which is also the Arthurian legend. Yeah. So, here's here's what... Di- so, Disney took a crack at it with their best and brightest, knowing that the hero's journey is out there and that usurping expectations is out there. And, and they... they they told us to our face, they're like, yeah, we want it to be big and epic. So here are the things. Here's a list that they made of things that they think will make this a successful movie franchise. So things that they think are important. So this, for, is, this is their drawing board. This literally. is their this is their board of ideas. They had an announcement is video. Is this the screenshot from the announcement video? This is the screenshot from the announcement video. Okay. And this is what the Disney team thinks will make a successful franchise. Okay. A a multi granted this was in their announcement video, so it's probably not real. It's probably like a a gag. No, it it's was a, a gag whiteboard. Can I can I tell you why it's real? It was in the background of one of the shots and somebody screen capped it and just it, it was just during an interview during a pan across a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and was just they, way like, back. They put it there on purpose to like I, throw everybody a loop. Okay, well let's assume that it's real. No, it's not. <laughs> They they think that the universe, the piece of fiction, should be authentically lived in. Okay, this this makes mean? good fiction. Okay, what they made a column. Authentically, they, they put three. I don't. I, I'm just going to read the All list right, of sorry, things sorry. that they think will make their 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 franchise successful. Mm-hmm. Authentically lived in surprise, <laughs> diversity, <laughs> actual ending, feelings. Is feelings really just a its own bullet point? Yes, feelings. Just about <laughs> the feelings as a con- the concept a, of feelings. This is a joke. Okay. Relatable characters. They have to be relatable. How? To who? Relatable. To who? And then the last point is sweeping or epic. That's what they think makes great fiction. If you took those things and put them together, that is a bullet point. And this is their plan? Uh, yeah, it, it, yes, this is their big idea that's going to make them a whole bunch of money and get everybody back interested in Star uh, see, Wars. See, this is why it's a joke. No, 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 no. 
Okay, so here's they made a second column. They had everything that's great about Star Wars. They, they, this whole team sat together and the guy stood there with a whiteboard pen like, yes, yes, love it. Yeah, we're going to put that idea down. This is all the things that are great about Star Wars. So this is our big giant hit list yeah. of if the must-haves. on the list, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. Okay. First item to make a great Star Wars movie. Feelings. Not pro-war. Is that what it, it says? Literally, not N O T. Yes, not pro war. Pro war. What are they gonna do? The the best thing about Star Wars is that they don't have wars. Is that it isn't the the movie? What are they gonna call it? Stars. <laughs> so, the second thing that's on this list that they could this whole team, the Wizards of Smart. When was this ever pro war? Okay, sorry. The number two thing most important about Star Wars: droids. Which, given our our interview with Gideon previously, and Is, they're not wrong on that one. They are not wrong. They know I what the droids. They know what sells are but, the singular purpose. But seeing how much they advancement they made in droids between Star Wars and the Mandalorian, I feel like two hundred years before that. Is not going to be good droids because if it they were still, be. if they were still, we don't take their kind in here, and then they go to running the establishment in a few short thirty years. I think that really two hundred years ago, I mean, droids are on the outskirts of society, and over only the super elite have them. Yeah, and they just own them as property, and they're not even like individual. They're not out and about. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. That's dumb. Okay, so. The second, the third bullet point that's great about Star Wars, scope, mouthwash is the <laughs> third greatest thing that's good about Star Wars. Just scope, scope, scope. like those binoculars. Scope. No like scope, Luke. If Luke you look at like the scope of something, like the fact that there's a bigger Death Star, the scope of the Death Star, or that, or that like Snoke's hologram was really big. Or that, or that the third Death Star that was really just a planet was even bigger. It was even bigger. So scope, scope, scope. That's just what do makes the Chris same Star Wars weapon. Great. Yeah, even even bigger and over the scope. Maybe the maybe the um, bad weapon in this series in High Republic is just yeah. gonna be like a really small small Death Star. Death Star yeah, no. I think it'll just be like a little dot. <laughs> yeah, it's like but, a yeah. baseball. Did no. you know that we have a black hole in our in our solar system? No, there's a black hole in our solar system. I know, right? So the the next thing that is really great about Star Wars, bullet point. Well, that's what they want to do. And the, again, this is the, these are the smartest people that are the best people to take this story for. Mythic. Okay. Mythic. What does that even mean? Mythic. Oh, my God. Is this like, like, this like a You fairy. can take that word. You can take scope and mythic, and that's My Little Pony. Mythic. Mythic. It's just just all of the myths. It's like fairy dust. Like, if you, if you take every Peter myth... Pan. And and like a, a, a unicorns, and, and we know they're gonna have unicorns because we had to have horses in every gosh darn mm -hmm. sequel movie. Um, so we do know that mythic means horses. Okay, that's what that's what equestrians. I yeah. I, I think that's an honest play. To I the think Jar Jar crowd. Binks was mythic. Mythic. Okay, so then after mythic, we're we're on point. Five now, okay. Let's all work for those of you keeping score at home. Not pro war was the number one thing. The number five thing that's great about Star Wars: space and lightsaber battles, which are just in combined bullet. Mythic and scope mouthwash gets its own bullet. Space and lightsaber battles get their own little uh, co bullet category. Because if they got two uh. bullets, 
then it would have seemed like it's pro not. War. It would be too pro-war to have it's both sword not, fights. Not pro-war. Yeah. Okay, and then no single main character. That's that's what makes Star Wars great. Is there's no single main character. What what would you call Luke? Describe. No, no, they're saying Describe, for the future movies. No, that's what they were saying. What's great about Star Wars is that there hasn't been. Like Anakin, you know, there's no central character that we're following through his death, rebirth, redemption, fall, uh, call to adventure, so, being pulled away from his mother, finding so the magic man. Normally in a, in a popular TV show or movies, there's three to four characters that you're following their story, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. You have your core cast. Yeah, yes. there's like, you know, Harry Potter and Hermione and yeah. the ginger yeah. and... You're following but if I was to character. assume that there was... Like, I could conject that there is a singular main character out of that core group named Harry Potter. Yeah. Right? And just like and, there's and Luke, could, Leia, and Han, but like Luke's I'm the guy. pretty sure that since we started on a farm with Anakin and then we watch him grow up and become Darth, and it, it be, the movie series, prequels begin and end with the rise and fall of one character not multiples yeah of, of someone and called where, Skywalker. whereas we see yeah. luke Padman. go from a farm boy to a jedi knight uh, how many examples do i need to name um and then the like final three it was like um all about what's her face uh-huh ray yeah i couldn't we could we can't say that the movie is about poe and finn it's about ray palpatine yeah so the last thing on this list that's the most important thing about Star Wars. Mm -hmm. After, not Pearl War, mouthwash, space and lightsaber battles, no single main character. The very last thing at the very end of this list that's important to the Star Wars universe, the Force. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. The Force <laughs> scores lower so than... Every other stupid idea they could pull out of their butt and then after defecating thoroughly, they're like, you know, well, you know, that's the, isn't the forest part. Oh my gosh. Hang on here. Let me, let me, even though and you can see it tucked like, into their list. that's crammed way down at the bottom. If we in like start, small type, if we start going down the, going down that list in like, if we numerical think, think order, back, think back to episode four with yes. me. Okay. And we go down this list and we see like from minute one of the movie, which which thing do we hit first? Probably droids. Yeah. Right? And then shortly after we hit Force when we when we meet Ben Kenobi and he talks about the Force. Uh-huh. And then we hit probably lightsabers, which kind of falls in, in the realm of mythic because lightsabers are like mythic. They, yeah, it's sword battles. It's, yeah. It's sword fights. So it's like, but... Uh, but <laughs> I can't believe the bold-faced audacity that these are the people who are taking the reins. And I have I have nasty things to say about these people. So, things that would get cut from this podcast. Nasty things. <laughs> They're going to ruin Star Wars more. Okay. So here's their wish list. Now, mind you, column one. Let, let's let, brief review of column one. I hate this. Authentically lived in surprise. Number three, diversity. Okay, those are the things. Why that are is great. surprise the best things about fiction? Now, the best th their wish list. They wrote down their literal wish list that will make this one the 
I'm the gonna, Star Wars tale. <laughs> I can't. High Republic. <sighs> That's my wish list. So you could tell that they were just spitballing. And then Relic Hunters. So these were like their big ideas that they wanted to go with. Because it's not pro-war, like, so you have to just like, collect <clears throat> things like, like Indiana Jones. Relic Hunters. Yeah, it, it's Indiana Jones, honestly. They wanted to make Indiana Jones in Again, space. Again, it's, mm-hmm. it's... And... It's, University. So college. It's, it's so Harry Potter. All of these. Yeah. So there's Harry Potter. Yep. So you have either let's remake Indiana Jones or let's redo Harry Potter. It's, Har- with, with it's Harry kids. Potter's last episode because he's in college and he's doing all the relic hunting. Then number four on the list. Dinosaurs with an exclamation point. They put no way. Dinosaurs in no. space. Dinosaurs. Spaceosaurus Rex. Mythic surprise dinosaur. Oh my gosh, it's the great Mythosaur from Mandalorian. Then number five, the, mo- oh. the on their wish list, representation diversity. They get a cobalt now. So apparently having... What? How, what? Just... We put diversity in the first column and in the third column, so I'm pretty sure that is the one thing they mentioned twice is going to be most important the most important because if you repeat something like you don't see the force here twice under their wish list or anything you see you know uh, you see monsters university or relic hunters and then there they say arthurian legends so they do understand that they want this thing to be like you know the great deeds of yore and all of the all of the knights of the round table. We, the protectors of the Grand High Republic, rival houses. So this is when the guys who made Game of Thrones were involved. This is Harry Potter all over again. They, they have the rival houses, which yeah, means... Yeah, there's like Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. But so this is like their Game of Thrones thing where they're going to have all the fighting, you know, rich people and they're all going to, you know, do battle and try and outrich people each I other. I wonder if Jabba the, the Hutt's going to be in this series. The Sith Empire down at the end and Chaos Age Chaos Agents of Chaos. What does that chaos. even mean? They're not they're they're not Sith, the the Sith Empire. Ooh, Could, should we show the Sith Empire? Then they show you so these are these are all of the things. These are their big ideas that are going to resurrect. These are going to redeem the fan base and forever make Star Wars great again. It's like these people didn't watch Star Wars. It's like it's like all they watched was like the new trilogy. They just watched Episode Eight, and they were like, "I I love Star Wars. Episode Eight was great." <laughs> they they did nothing but read BuzzFeed for thirty years. Watch episode eight and then say, you know what I think we could do? And then they would just sit there and snap their gum and like (laughs) (laughs) and cut their hair really short and dye it Uh, weird colors. uh, Honestly, I I have no idea how these concepts are going to, but maybe this is a joke. Maybe this is marketing. This, this is, is not a joke. This has to be a joke. This is not a joke. This is I'm just telling a marketing you, ploy to I'm get us all riled up so we'll talk about it. right now. So they'll get our millions of followers to get excited about it. So, the, so, so wait, wait, wait. This wait, is wait, not wait. a joke. Justin, what if it's not a joke? Do we ban it? Do we ban the first one? No, we're just not going to go see it. Should we pre-boycott it? It's, it's gone. What do you mean? It, it's only there to make sure... That this work of fiction has Arthurian legends, and the whole point is they're not going to be distinguished by their deeds. Because if you look at the 
There's no main character. They they have the word representation, which means that you need one person that looks like this and one person that looks like this and one person that looks like this. So they're all going to be represented. But the point of the Arthurian legend, which works in stark contrast to that, is it's what did Martin Luther King say? Where I'm I'm not going to be judged by the the color of my skin, but the, by the content of my character. Yeah, like. That was the Arthurian legend's goal is everybody was basically homogenous. There was nothing quote unquote diverse about the group, but they all did things that distinguished them from the rest. Like Han and Luke's personality are totally different, but you wouldn't say that it wasn't a diverse group because you had Leia who shot a trash can hole and told the two men that were there to save her jump in this trash hole and you have you have chewy who's who's the foreign guy who doesn't understand the language and he's <laughs> you know i mean you have people who are different in this story no but you have people from different they're not backgrounds different enough but that but doesn't make are they any less endearing all i want to know i'll tell you right now i just want to know if job of the hut is going to be in it if this is a series, I'm not sure about, if he's that old. I think he's that old. If this is he a was in, about he was in episode that. one. He and was, he was already po- old. Yeah, he was already old in Maybe. episode one at the podcast. He could I mean, be the pod race. I mean, I don't know how like how they age, but he looked old. I wonder how old a hut lives to be. How old could I, you? How, I'll Google real if, quick. If you're just made of lipids and like a, a sausage sleeve, is that is that enough? <laughs> <laughs> Sausage. Yeah. Just, like every time he sheds that thing, it just kind of like cracks in the middle. Uh, like, do, do, do. It, have you ever left a bratwurst in the microwave for like an hour and a half? This is a science experiment for everybody. Get a bratwurst, okay? A- after the stores have restocked in, you know, eight weeks from now. Uh, they live on average a thousand years. A thousand years. Nice. So he's definitively there. Yeah. And he, again, not even. It's not like he was just born. He was in control. Yeah. He, oh, he, yeah this is Hut Prime. Yeah. Th- this, is, this is Prime Hut. Maybe we'll get some Hut. Ooh. Ma- maybe he's young and skinny. Ooh. Ma- maybe he's just rail skinny. He just he looks like an earthworm before he's just ballooned out. He's standing up on end. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> he just hops like a pogo stick. That's how he started. But then throughout this narrative, he uh you know gets his uh gets get, he gets broken. And then has to crawl on his belly. I really hope this is about... He takes damage. I really hope that this is about how Jabba the Hutt was a good guy. Did you know that Huts are actually really good force users when they're force sensitive? Really? Because... How do you know Because this? their body mass is so great, they actually... They have the most midichlorians. Ah. Because there's just so many cells to have a midichlorices. Can, can you GMO midichlorians? Hmm... I'm assuming so because Can't. if you cloned a a midichlorian user, wouldn't you clone the midichlorians as well? No, because they're just cells. They, they're attached to your 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 souls. Being, your soul. I don't think so because Palpatine's clone was force sensitive. So, so I, that means, or maybe you could be, you could be injected a, with additional midichlorians. Yeah, you could just take a midichlorian shot like steroids, like B12. Oh, <laughs> I totally want that now. You know what? I'm totally. Force, I'm on board with midichlorians shot. now because you could just get a a a midichlorian injection 
and it makes your head really small and your hands really big. And then <laughs> I, I just wanted to see somebody like Sonic Boom force power people into the wall. <laughs> like just force push somebody so hard they just like splat and just spray. I, I want to see... That was I, like they just came out of the office of the Metachlorian doctor. Pah! Yeah. I, and they're I, just like not used to it. Yeah. I, I want to see... But it kind of looks like Botox when they uh, get it too. And, and, and the dark side users, literally they're, they're like, their hand starts to bleed immediately as they start to use it and everything. But they shoot like a Hadouken Kamehameha fireball out of their hand. It's... But this is, you don't even have to train that much. You just have so many midichlorians. I'm, I'm down for the midichlorians now. You're just like bursting at the seam with midichlorians. Yeah, or, or rips you apart and you just atomize because you can't take it, you know? That's what that big chamber was. I, I'm okay, again, I'm okay with, with, with if it makes you go insane or it has a cost. No, no, or no. It, That's that big chamber from <clears throat> Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with Adam in it. With Adam? Wasn't it Adam? Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Yeah, when they did... All the they, dead bodies? No, when they showed... In the end, there was the guy in the chamber that they were prepping. Oh, like, Adam Warlock. Oh, yes, my gosh. Adam, I'm so sorry. Adam Warlock. I was surprised I remembered the name. Dang. Didn't so good. It. Okay. So, that, yes. was, that was the chamber you have to be kept That's in. That's his cocoon. That's his cocoon while he's being injected with metachlorians. Yeah. And he's going to come out in Star Wars Which is so funny because speaking of selective breeding, that's what that gold people did was it was just genetic purification over eons. So if you, you go from and turning now, orange to gold. So now you have, <laughs> you have the gold people who are basically making their own Captain America in his little Captain America maker pod. Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock is now the Captain America of gold people. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's how that's how nutty, crazy, cool he's gonna be. So I I I want I, I'm on board for the midichlorians. I would love to see that. I would love to see um like show me show me a, a dark side user that you know is, is afraid to use his powers. Show me people that are are good and they get their butt kicked and the hero just loses because one of the good things that I've seen in we'll say international media is that a good guy doesn't be alive anymore like we because if this is going to follow 23 movies like let us follow a force user let him lose and be defeated and actually die to a dark side user just to get get us attached let us watch him die just as a he'll become a fodder villain for the dark side user just to show how powerful the dark side user is there you go let us take 3 movies if, at the if beginning that's the get us attached to somebody about? And then kill him. Very surprised. Right in yeah. front of me, just like what he was the he was the Tony Stark that we were following. Not we not, like this guy. Not predictable. Not like Han. No, no, no. Like just like whoa, whoa. Yeah, like. But even like, like yeah. right at the beginning of movie four, have him after he's you know become all strong throughout the first three movies, and then within the first five minutes, just stab dead, and then we just watched him collapse. We're like, oh my gosh, he, they he just killed Star Lord fighting or anything a bad guy just sneaks up behind him yeah and like right through it. we just see the lightsaber appear in his chest like that's how the movie opens uh! You're, he, it's just like opening and he's like holding something in front of him and then you just see a, a lightsaber come out sure from his gut and then give me somebody else good to watch yeah. but i'm saying do something uh, i don't want to see the good guys always win i don't want to see uh, i i definitely want to see flawed people that aren't these perfect paragons of light 
I, I like the perfect little princess. The only time she's ever interesting in the entire sequel series is when she bloops Chewy. I mean, but she didn't actually bloop Chewy. No, sorry. So I, I'm just if you actually do that, if you give me people that struggle, that fail. I mean, how many times did we see the Mandalorian fail? Like all the time. If he didn't have pretty much every time he needed to fight an animal. Yeah, he, uh, he's like, I'm going to go fight this animal and lose really hard. Yeah, and then when he shouldn't have failed is the one time he didn't bring his rifle with him. So Sorry, that bothered me. It bothered me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just forgot my rifle. I, I, That's I when just, he has to fight the lady. When it would have just been like, oh, I brought my rifle. Gone. Click. Sorry. It's, you know, they had to make it interesting. I, I'm but. just, I'm so, I, I'm apprehensive that it's going to be so awful based on this list. But they've done a good job with Mandalorian. So what do you think about that? I'm going to wait for the first three movies to come out. And if they're anywhere near decent, then they'll get my money. How but many movies are they planning? They're, it's going to be the Infinity War saga. I mean, they're going to have they're going to have all these different movies that are going to start up all over the place. And, and they're going to have comic series and television shows on Disney+. Plus. Is the last movie going to be Anakin's mom? giving birth oh geez no it's not that close the, well, how long are a- they anakin's these? mom wasn't a hundred when she gave birth to I'm, anakin i'm saying if they're doing 23 movies are they gonna span 200 years within that maybe and then like the last scene is there's like nothing anakin preventing it but apparently there's a giant cataclysm that happens and there's these enemies called the nile that are like they look like bugs from the nile uh uh, men in black so mm. there'll be a boring generic enemy that nobody cares about so again let's let's see it's like galaxy quest uh, i'll give it a chance <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna totally we're just gonna take the universal monomyth that worked orig- in in the original series worked so well and created the most successful franchise in the history of mankind and has Multiple. worked wonderfully Throughout the Marvel franchises Harry and Potter franchise, all, everywhere you look where there's a successful franchise, we yeah. adhere to this. Yep. And now you have franchises like the 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 Terminator franchise and the Charlie's Angel franchise and 2016 Ghostbusters that that just flop, that die. So that's but all in the name of diversity. Here we go, people. We're gonna see what happens. Mess it up again, guys. Just, just test big us. Big giant steamer right in my face. Te- test us. Yeah, you'll, I, get, you'll get one. Frozen Two was awful. You'll, I will go see the first one. Frozen with, Two was so bad. Hesitation. I still haven't seen Frozen One or Two. I have refrained. Yeah, I'm gonna see that first High Republic without question. But that that will that will be their tester. If they wrong me, I will disown all of them. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.